last time on Out of the Forest. Yeah, Enith is going to scooch the hell away from that edge and grab Isaac by the scruff of the neck and take him with him. <laughs> with him way far away from the edge of that pit. This is... This is not good. What did you see? I think it's taking souls and spirits and using that to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and by judging by the size of this thing it's been doing that for a long time i will as gently as i can i guess kind of i'm not gonna flip it i'm gonna kind of drop it facing the in like the camera facing inside the pit you get the silhouette of a massive winged clawed horned creature and you get a look at its eyes and right now they seem dead but while they are completely lacking in any kind of life they are staring directly at you Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about one mega discord for all the discords. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Mega Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Kernudos. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. You all stand at the edge of the cliff, having all borne witness to whatever horror it is generating deep in there. Isaac, you no longer have a phone, and you also have no idea how you're all getting back to town. What are you all doing? Um, Did we screenshot that? So Isaac saw that the thing was like looking at the phone. Do we see that, or is it just something Isaac sees kind of like by himself? I mean, if you're all huddled over the phone and you all saw it, okay. saw it okay. through yeah, the... Yeah, we all watched the screen. Through Kernunas' screen. What, um... What exactly was what that? What was that? Hmm. I was kind of hoping you'd know. Uh, I do not. Or do I? It's not one of your brothers? Or sisters? Or... Uh, <laughs> it's my brother! <laughs> what, do you guys, what do you guys call each other? This is my stepbrother, actually. Kernunos, go ahead and just roll and oh investigate boy. a mystery That's... for uh, just like your general knowledge of the ages and monsters that have shown up over the course God, of God, I hope it's actually That's an eight. brother. It's an eight. <laughs> it's so my brother, Charles. I assume is the question you're oh, going no, it's for. it's my mom. <laughs> yes. Because that is basically what we're trying to figure out. Uh, Kernunos, you have definitely heard stories from your fellow gods about creatures of such magnitude. Uh, if you have not encountered one yourself or been called action against one, uh, this creature, whatever exactly it is, is on a scale equivalent to those said to bring Ragnarok. Mm. But it is not the world, the, the world serpent. It's, it, it doesn't resemble anything specific. It has 
I, I will just give this to you. It does share some features generally associated with Western dragons, mm-hmm. but it's it from what you, you saw there, the size and just sort of shapes of it don't quite match up with that exact description, but just sort of everything surrounding this creature reminds you of tales of world-ending beasts. That's not good. I think we gathered that part. <laughs> God damn us. I think something makes more sense now, though. Because wasn't the agency investigating ghosts at that lab place that we were at? Yeah. What if this is the reason why? The spirits are obviously making this thing more powerful. What if the agency knows it exists and they're trying to find a way to prevent more spirits from coming here so it doesn't grow any more powerful? Or on the opposite end, they're trying to find a way to make it more powerful with spirits, but... One of the two. Yeah, I mean, I would have leaned on it being, like, against it, but the orb looks like... like it, The pit looks like it wants the orb, and I don't like that it wants something. <laughs> Unless they created the orb to try and... Like, we used it to find it. Maybe. I had thought that the... I mean, the orb absorbs <laughs> magic, um, or at least it seems to to dampen it. And I was kind of hoping that maybe the orb would have the same effect on the pit and either destroy it or weaken it. But I don't know I, that there was like a shadowy tendril that kind of was reaching forward and the orb seemed to want to go to the pit. I mean, the orb wants to go to magic, it looks like anyway, but I'm a little scared about the fact that the pit seemed to want the orb as well. It could be that whatever the agency created is something that's meant to strengthen it. This is an orb worth pondering. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> Ponder the orb. That's it, everyone. The podcast is over. <laughs> well, now you know exactly when this episode was recorded. It was when the orb pondering meme was popular. <laughs> Congrats, you've dated us. How could you? I know. Chris is like, damn, I'm not going to edit all this shit. This definitely at least solidifies the fact that the agency has something to do with this. I think they must know that this creature is here. All of these experiments that they're doing, I don't they don't seem random. They seem pretty much like they have to do with this thing. Hey, Chris, did um did I tell or not I? Did Cranus tell them about what the genie told him or was that audible enough for everyone to hear? I think it was audible enough for everyone to hear. Gotcha. The the, um, the 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 gin's not super quiet. <laughs> the There's only something... thing we don't know is the thing that you had to like give up. I don't even know that. Um, Alistair <laughs> knows it. We'll find out soon, probably. Well, yeah. This, I suppose, matches what the genie said about gods of death collecting souls for this purpose. I suppose. Are you saying this thing is a, a god of death, or are the uh, gods of death serving this thing? Uh, well. I only looked at it for a few moments on the phone screen, but it seems like it's a kind of thing that could cause a lot of death, and gods of death are typically pro-death, generally speaking. So perhaps this is a means to an end to create as much death as possible. But what would be the purpose? If... Why death... kill off so many people at once? Death would be the purpose. They're, they're gods of death. 
Right. But <laughs> if you kill souls. off everyone in the planet, there's no one left to kill, and then they kind of are out of a job, don't you think? Oh, no. Well, look, I already told Isaac about the afterlife. I don't think I can keep telling everyone about this. Great <laughs> secrets, I guess. It's mostly just because he forgot about what he said before and he wants to be consistent. There's a lot of... Um, there's a there's a lot of... Well, money's not the right term. There's a lot of cachet to be made by having a lot of souls if you are a god of the underworld. Um, perhaps that is the goal, is just to get catch them all, as they say. <laughs> oh, really? Who says that? Who's, who, who said that? <laughs> you know. where'd, you, where'd you hear that? <laughs> uh, I found this uh, device called a... A, a game lad, <laughs> and it had this little yellow cartridge in the back. At any rate, I think our f- priorities should be getting out of the forest, investigating the agency a bit more, and then figuring out what's going on with the giant fish in the lake. Yes, yeah, perhaps not for necessarily sure. in that order. The lake seems to be a. Uh... Our most uh, current form of death to the town that we need to deal with. I have a feeling that when we get back to town, we're going to find out that it's taken another victim. I mean, we just saw another, or I guess we didn't. Enif just told us that there was another spirit. It looked like it was drowning. I'm wondering, too, if if the gods of death are trying to bring more souls to this creature, work for this creature... I mean, Baron was created in this thing, and the other monsters that are attacking Munsdale could also come from here. What if this is literally the origin of all the monster problems we've been having? I think it is. I, I think this is causing... It's sending out creatures uh, in forms of energy to cause death that just feeds it in the town. I, I definitely think that's what's happening. So... How did it get here? I mean, it definitely didn't... It's huge. It must have been eating souls for a long time. Do you think the cult had anything to do with it, maybe? I don't think they created this thing. But I'm sure they They know about it. They maybe found it. They could have found it, and maybe the influence of the pit on them is what caused them to turn to dark magic to help keep feeding it. I mean, it definitely had an effect on you and me, that's for sure. We keep getting shooed out of the um, the public records. Perhaps there's some information there about uh, not necessarily this creature, but perhaps it's been active before. Could we find maybe land records or surveys of this area and see if there's any reference to the pit itself? Haven't we had trouble, directed at Chris here, haven't we had trouble finding details past a certain date? I, I think uh, the older the records, the, the the more clearance you need to access them, yeah. Like, they probably exist, but, like, uh, the, the archivist has kind of, especially now they've been keeping their eye on you <laughs> well, pretty, and the, pretty closely. The town, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, the whole thing, too, was that the town, Munsdale, was created by one family. Yep. And Anderson. so, yeah, Anderson. And if if this family Anderson was the reason that this town was created, what if this 
thing has existed all along? What if this town was created because of this thing? Do you think it was created as a buffet? Like, <laughs> Not necessarily a buffet, people... <laughs> but I'm wondering, maybe at one point, this thing was, I don't know, I wouldn't don't want to say useful, but humans love power. So what if it was able to be controlled at some point, and the town was created as a way to protect it or seal it, and now it's just gotten out of control? A great many settlements have been built at sites of religious importance. Maybe this is something similar. We've seen that the pit can express itself in different forms as monsters and as energy and... Um, what's to say that the pit hasn't been the Anderson group people from the get-go? No, we were the Anderson group. We're the Anderson investment group. Chris, I have, I have an idea. You always do. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for this one. (laughs) Is the video call still on? Because we never turned it off. Sure. I'm very curious as to where this is going. And the phone's still down there, right? Sure. <laughs> Didn't Can come back up. Oh my god. Can you talk to it? Yeah, like a, like to the thing that's in the pit? It's a video yeah. Call, it's a so. two-way call. And I, I could use magic to talk to something that I don't share language with. Oh god. This is Buck Wild fucking do it. <laughs> it's a really bad idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, you, you, as you're having this conversation, Enif, in the way they do, uh, begins casting a spell without explaining themselves. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that I have, like, a plus one for, too. Uh, and it's been a while since you've done it. It might be since you spoke to the squirrel at the very, very, very beginning. Yeah, communicate with something you don't share a language with is the other one that I have a plus one for. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I do. I think you used it one other time. It was to talk uh, to a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first God episode. Yeah, go ahead and uh, give me that use magic roll. Holy That's oh my a God. six <laughs> fucking team. Is that you roll double sixes. Shit. <laughs> and you get plus four to that Holy because you have a plus three on weird and plus one on <laughs> speaking the things you don't share a ma- uh, language with. Holy shit. <laughs> now this um, thing just asks to add you to its contacts. This is what I've done. <laughs> We'll just leave this here for you, and can we just call you whenever you, we need you? You wanna join my Discord? <laughs> <laughs> can we just get your Twitter handle instead? I've been trying to reach you about your extended car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. Let's. This is going to be a, a big moment. Uh, so, so let's... Uh, Anyone else have any more jokes before we before we move into it? Something say something funny so I get my laughs out before this happens. I mean, we're guaranteed to to just be like, "What's up?" at one point, right? (laughs) All right, cool. That was that was your last one. I hope it was worth it. Um, (laughs) The the (laughs) the three of you who aren't Enif watch as Enif kind of. They come forward and kind of hold out their hand for the, for the phone that Isaac is still holding, and this is it's Kernunus's phone, right? Yes. Yeah. So Isaac's in the pit. Uh, and Isaac, presumably trusting Enif, uh, hands the phone over, and Enif holds the the the, the bra- uh, bracer above it and kind of 
gesticulates magically uh, and the energies kind of flow into the phone and the phone begins glowing and then they hold the, the like mic up to their mouth and th- there is a there's a moment where nothing seems to happen and then th- the rest of you watch as Enif's eyes just go pitch black. Enif you uh you you cast a spell and you try and make a connection through the phone to whatever you're seeing in the pit. Uh and and you feel the connection struggle to reach the creature. Uh but then it's it's strange. It's almost like you are you're you're fishing on a crystal clear lake and you can see the fish that is right next to your hook and you're, you're begging it to, to grab on and then a tug comes on the line from something you can't even see and you are you feel as though you are pulled through the screen of the phone and you are standing in a pitch black nowhere and you don't so much hear a voice as you just experience a general confusion and that confusion resolves itself into an understanding implicit to whatever this form of communication is. It translates itself into something you can understand, but you are fully aware that no language is actually being spoken and no, no sound is actually being made. Uh, and the translation you receive is... Who are you? I'm Enid Fafnir from the Watchers of the Gate. So once... At the edge of my domain, I know them. What are you? I am the font. I bring in and I release. What are you? I'm... I'm a human. One who has partaken of my gifts, surely here to beg for more. I want to know what you intend to do here. Why are you collecting so many souls? I do what I have done for untold ages. I must break free. I must What were you before? The world must have my gifts. It does not do to constrain it. The cycle is too tight, too finely woven. I must be released. As Enif stands there trying to trying to think of more to say, you, you feel your grip to whatever this is loosening, and you hear once again just translated through whatever this process is, the voice go again. You are not the first to speak with me. You 
You see me as a great pox upon the land, but know this, you would not have my gifts if not for the price I take. And then you, like a rubber band snapping, are launched out of this dark space. The three of you, that entire conversation happened in an instant. Uh, Enif's eyes went black, and maybe a second later, they are flung through the air and slammed into the ground on their back. Uh, The wind knocked right out of them. And that's the moment we're in now. Enif. I'm assuming, like, the the phone gets launched with me. <laughs> yeah, probably. It, it falls out of your hand as you hit the ground, okay. clattering, a, 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 like, a f- foot or two away. Okay. The phone has shut off. Uh, it's unclear if it's mm. been damaged in any way, but it is no longer on. Okay. Um, Enif is gonna try to get up, make sure they have no broken bones from that tumble. As, as you sit up, y- y- you very much had the wind knocked out of you, so you're still trying to get back your breath, but as you kind of move yourself around um you might end up with a couple bruises but you don't think anything lasting uh, was done and as i'm like trying to get my bearings do i feel any like physically any different from what i just experienced uh no i i think on a 16 uh you pulled that off without any ill effects uh it it the 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 severance of it was unpleasant and abrupt and physically painful uh but it's not going to cause any any lasting harm Okay, I'm gonna look at the other three. What what happened? What did you guys see? Well, you took my phone, you... and then you flew in the air, and then <laughs> here we are. Yeah, your eyes turned black. Your eyes went yeah. black. Yeah, I talked to it. You talked to the thing down the pit. Yeah. The not dragon. I mean, it was. We called it. It was a video call, and so I thought. I mean, I can use magic to speak to things. I don't normally share language with. (laughs) That was not the purpose of the video call. Well, I mean, we had to do something. I just wanted to know what it was, so I asked. And? It it said that it was a a font, and it takes so it can give, and it, it wants to spread. It wants to get out. And apparently, it's been doing this thing since forever. It said it wants to go back to how it used to be. So I think whatever this thing is, it was trapped here. And now it's trying to get back out. Is it a... It takes so it can give, and, and I think you mentioned uh, the it's the source of gifts and things. Is this where magic comes from? Is that's what it said to me. It said, it told me that I would not have my magic if he, that thing didn't exist. It's, I think it's where all of the magic's been coming from. And the magic only exists because it's been taking souls. And the agency and the Polymer Labs were doing research on souls and what happens to them and they created the orb as a result of that research and the orb negates magic are they trying 
to continue to imprison it or are they trying to release it? I feel like we're so close to... What what exactly was the experiment that created the orb? You said it was a product of them messing with souls? Um, give me just a sec. Can I, uh, reach out to Dr. Russell? Uh, yeah, go and give me, uh, an investigative mystery role for that, I think. I think that's what I did last time you, you wanted to get answers from her. Ten. What do we got? That's a 10. That's nice. You do get two questions from that. Um, yeah, you, you reach out and try and kind of concentrate to pull on the thread that you've st- over time started to recognize as the way you can summon Dr. Russell. Uh, and the, the spiritual energy uh, coalesces and you see it form into Iris for a split second and then shift into Dr. Russell instead. Uh, and she says... Oh, oh, oh my, where, where are we, Isaac? Where have you brought um, us? We are at the big giant pit in the woods, um, which is presumably the source of all magic, at least in this world. Um, we think it's where the monsters have been coming from. Oh, oh my. Uh, and go ahead and give me your your first question. Um, can I swing what happened here as um, what what happened essentially to create the orb? Like, what was the research and the purpose in the lead up to that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you ask her about uh, the orb uh, and like where it came from and if this might be related, and she kind of nods along and just goes yes well we were provided with materials and given a per uh, uh, the request of how to turn it into an applicable uh tool i suppose we were mostly successful um unfortunately that orb could be overloaded it's it is but a a drop of whatever material they were working with and so that's uh what led to well the loss of dr russell i would not be surprised if whatever materials they had came from here just looking at the darkness in this pit and comparing it to the raw material we were working with what was it they were asking you to create with it? Uh, and we'll just have that be your second question. We'll we'll okay. play a little loose here. She says they wanted it, it. It was a prototype of sorts. I do not know if they had additional of the raw materials we were working with, and I do not know if the project continued after my demise. Her her demise um but they were asking us to create something that could eliminate magic uh they they claimed that there that uh, they they needed a way to easily and affordably uh prevent magic and that they had a raw material 
that was, for lack of a better word, um, the opposite of magic. That that part I think is important here. Um, that orb isn't. It's not anti magic. It's not opposed to magic. It is simply. Oh no, that's not quite right. It is just the opposite, exactly the opposite of magic. It is a different material entirely. It is not designed specifically to cancel out magic. It just is as a fact of its nature. And then Dr. Russell uh, returns back to the, 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 the spectral dust that exists between uh between callings upon either her or iris it's okay you can say ghost world <laughs> the ghost zone yeah the ghost I zone think that yeah. my, uh, <laughs> how's that related to the chalk zone uh even if i forget what your question originally was but i found out some uh more information from dr russell um, she, do we do we know that Isaac has been talking to Doctor Rustle? Or is this a, like a new revelation? I think we know, but we we haven't been able to hear anything. And I think I feel like by this point we could just be like, all right, it's done. Yeah, 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 I feel like it was okay. brought up but never explored in detail. So like you know, but you don't really know why or how. Okay. <laughs> I could just be talking to myself and no <laughs> one question it. Um. So, Dr. Russell says that the agency um, had some kind of source material, which, the, like, the raw material, it seems like it came from the pit. Um, and that material was asked, or, or they asked to have it turned into um, something that is essentially the opposite of no, it is the opposite of, of magic, and they wanted to turn it into something that could eliminate magic. Um, so this material, it, it's not that it dispels magic necessarily, it just is the absence of magic. Um, but the materials seem to have come from the pit originally, so maybe returning it to the pit wouldn't be the greatest idea. Um, do, you, do you think that this thing was created using a part of this creature? Maybe not the creature specifically, but the energy in some way, or... But that proves the fact that the agency definitely knows this thing exists, and is using it in some way. But getting rid of magic. This thing isn't magic if the raw material is the absence of magic so getting rid of magic wouldn't necessarily harm the creature it would just harm us well, what's you the said point that of that this, this creature claims to be the font of magic and it's in a pit where materials that are the opposite of magic are found it's a speculation of course but it's trapped the anti-magic it's trapped it's being trapped here by the agency maybe 
using by the, the agency has harnessed if this if this orb at. I think we're trying to say the same thing <laughs> if this orb is made of material from the pit it is just stopped yeah if this orb is made of the same material as or, or material from the pit then that would necessitate that the the, the the pit is a prison that is stopping this magical creature from escaping. If it's claiming to be the source of magic, then it only makes sense, right? So, like, this is like the hole in the bars or something? The pit is like the hole in the bars so they can get out? Yeah. When I spoke to it, it's... I mean, it's very old. So... If the agency had anything to do with trapping it, it was a very long time ago. And it, when it asked me who I was, I said that I was a watcher at the gate. And it knew what that meant. So... So the cult is kind of connected to this and... Did he seem like, aggressive it. towards you because of that, or it seemed more indifferent? The, it just knew that hmm. I that I existed. It said that we are we're the ones who sit at the edge of its domain, which would be the forest, or some kind of plane. We. I, I can I can see threads starting to come together. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we need a wall and some yarn. And some yeah, some red yarn. Um, some, some, sometimes this creature uh, is maybe the embodiment we could even say of magic. It causes magic. It uses um, souls presumably to fuel that, but it can give the gift of magic to others. The watchers at the gate, the cult have been around for some time, No magic, have been practicing magic. They maybe got magic from this creature and over however long they've existed have had a relationship with this creature to harness magic. Something has tainted that, where now they've turned to dark magic. This creature is now imprisoned in a pit that is trapping it and it's trying to grow stronger in order to escape... And that's what it's doing by gathering as many souls as it can. The agency seems to have purposefully been the ones to, to trap it because their research has to do with stopping magic and into uh, where spirits go and, and what happens to them, which is what the creature feeds on to get stronger. I think, I think this thing might be the reason that the cult went to dark magic. When I spoke to it, it expected me to ask it of something. To ask for more magic, or a favor, or an exchange for something, but I only asked it questions. And it said that I'm not the first person to speak to it, but I'm the first person not to ask for something. Maybe someone in the cult got power hungry? wanted more. They could explain it. And that makes sense. Maybe that's what they're trying to do, is they're trying to 
release it somehow, thinking that that's going to make them more powerful. I think we have a lot of leads, but it doesn't change the fact that we're lost in the forest right now. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Yeah. And I definitely, I think we do need to go back to the lake. Whatever that creature is in there, it's obviously stealing souls for this thing, and the more creatures out there stealing souls, the more powerful this thing gets, so we definitely need to take care of whatever is at the bottom of that lake. There's nothing really we can do about this thing right now. Agreed. And so, how do we find a way out? Well, this is like, hold on, so we're out in a clearing, though. Can we see the sky now? I think it's just a black sky, didn't you say that? Yes, yeah. It's, uh, in spite of the fact that there is open sky, because there's a pit, so there can't be any trees, it is completely dark above you. So no stars, no, no nothing. nothing. It is empty no. above you. Got it. Ah, uh, yes, the void sky. The void sky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, how do we work our way back here? It didn't exactly leave ourselves breadcrumbs, did we? No, um, but I guess we could kind of use the same technique we did to get here, but the opposite. So whatever way the orb wants to go, we go the opposite way. Yeah. I mean, at least that would get us away from this thing, and eventually we have to get out of the forest, uh-huh. right? <laughs> would hope. Uh, uh, <laughs> one t- would hope. Title drops, uh, counter goes up by one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's all I can think of. That's my only idea. It's worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, we have no cell service, so we might as well at least start with that. And yeah, sure. And see if we can get to more uh, familiar as, areas. As wild as that is, I, I can't think of a reason it wouldn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, most, like most of my ideas. Yeah, fair. Um, I do want you to go ahead and give me give me a sharp roll. All of us or just me? Just you, since you're the one who's following it. I, I think that's the roll that makes the most sense. I don't think there's any specific move here. I think the move is escape the force oh. and roll a six. Ooh. Can someone help uh. out? <laughs> Yeah. yeah someone, someone. I could try. Can certainly help out if, if I'm not getting close to that. Certainly orb. not, Baron. Yeah. Baron should be I'm as far from the close. orb as possible. Yeah, that's I fair. am. I'm like. I'm like. I'm like thirty I'm feet away. the one that's kind of like. All right, I'm gonna try to help. Using your forest. Go- that's a twelve. Yes. Ooh, yes. God. Yeah. Uh, the power so of the forest came back to him. Help out. Uh, it just gives you a plus one, and you don't expose yourself to trouble, Ninja, which is kind of a misnomer because you're all following this thing. So any trouble or danger is going to apply to all of you, but like. You don't expose yourself to a special amounts of danger. All right, so mixed success time. This takes you a while. It was a lot easier to kind of follow what made the pulsing stronger than it is to follow the, like, much higher numbers, uh, higher amount of degrees of direction that don't make it weaker. Because, like, you could, you could pretty much get it down to, like, a 90-degree angle and mostly be heading in the right direction towards it. Uh, the other... The other, what's that, 270 degrees is a little harder to follow, and you, you get the feeling that a lot of the time uh, you're just kind of traveling parallel 
which is weird for traveling along a circle, tra traveling, uh, trying to get away from a circle. Kernunos luckily uh, helps you avoid going back the direction you came. Uh, the further you travel, the more of his typical uh, connection to the forest he, he receives. Though, though no longer divine, that's, that connection has been with him for centuries and doesn't go away easy. Uh, and you begin getting further and further, and the trees become more and more separated, and you, you eventually start to actually see uh, little pinpricks of light poking through the canopy, which expand further and further until you are traveling in a decently lit forest again. The problem is, uh, Kernunus, you notice this first, you can tell you're not sure exactly where you are, but you can tell that you should have reached the campgrounds by now. Mm -hmm. You are out of the deep dark woods, uh, but perhaps not quite in the out of the woods that you expect it to be. We're off track. Uh, can I transform into wolf? And roll out. Um, uh, before, sorry, if Baron's going to do that, then Enif's going to close the box. It's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just try and, like... I mean, at this point, get a scent towards anything that is <laughs> really... Um, Find the mole like man, Baron. Find the mole any, man. Anything that would smell like people or civilization, like... Or, like firewood that burning. hot dog yeah. stand on the corner yeah right he just leads us to a hot dog stand uh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry guys I found the hot dog stand I'm not gonna make you roll for that I think you, you, you detect it uh, pretty quickly um, you, you kind of sniff the air and uh, you smell a familiar smell you smell the smell of sawdust not too too far away I kind of do that thing like Scooby Doo does. The pointing, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just kind of like point, like do like a pointer in one direction, and start walking that way. Uh, but yeah, uh, you follow the wolf until eventually you can hear the sounds of um, machinery distantly uh, and eventually you get uh, far enough into the less dense woods that in the distance you can see the, the familiar shapes of the lumber mill. Not this place again. I don't think I've been here yet. <laughs> You're the lucky one. <laughs> That's right. Oh <laughs> yeah. Over there is where Edip almost died. Oh. Another one to add to the map. got shot here multiple times. <laughs> yeah. You didn't almost get shot. You were shot multiple times. But I didn't die. <laughs> I was healed. That is correct. Magically. Did you die? Yes. But I, <laughs> I, but I lived. I like the idea of Baron turning back into his human form specifically to say, that's where Enif almost died. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only memory uh, about this entire place. <laughs> it brings back memories. This is where my my only non you guys friend died <laughs> horribly. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Death and destruction, friends. Anyways, um, all right, we're getting closer. 
Uh, what do we want to do first, or do we want to split up and tackle things? What time is it, now that we're out of the forest? That's a good question, actually. Yeah. I think just based on how long it probably took you to navigate all that, it's probably like three or four. Does it seem like time went normally? Like, were we in the forest? I think we left, I think we got, went to the forest around like mid-morning or something like that, didn't we? Or was it like noon? I think it was like noon. So like, it's been a while, uh, but it feels like it's been a while. You guys have been walking for quite a while. Isaac reaches to check his phone and then remembers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Okay. How far away is the lake from where we're at? As far as possible. It's like the opposite side, side of town. Your truck is also still at the camp, yeah. which is a little ways away. Oh, that's also true. Um, I say we take a break and go eat something and maybe discuss things before we start running headfirst into the, into the lake area. We certainly don't know enough about what's going on with the lake to do anything. Well, you know what that means. Time to go to the diner. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I think it would be it would be good to I know I know I don't know if our library will have anything about this, but I mean if this thing exists for a long time, there might be like a legend about it or something. I feel like there has to be something. And I mean, you guys did say visit the public records. We could and see if there's. Hmm. I mean, I don't like public records. Well, here's my question: Mythical creatures. Does map does like Google Maps exist in this world? Because like there should be some satellite imagery. Uh, I mean, I think we have had you guys use Google Maps or a Google Maps adjacent thing several times now. So I I, I don't think I can say it doesn't exist. Yeah, it was Google Maps. Google Maps. Um, would it be possible Mm, for us to? To look at satellite imagery of this of Munsdale and see if anything's changing over time, like physically, like if the forest is getting bigger, or if, or is it just completely blacked out? That's a great question, actually. Is it like a military base where it's just gray? <laughs> I think. Hmm. Hmm. That's a very good question. Um. Can you can, can you look up? old images, uh, old satellite images of an area in Google Maps? I mean, they're part of public oh, record. I think you can. Yeah, I think you could get satellite images. I you could get satellite images. But, like, I, I don't, don't know, know how you Google can, uh... Maps. I know they'll change theirs every once in a while, like, update them per year kind of thing, but... I don't think it's per year. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, certain areas yeah. get updated. Uh, yeah, if you click on view and then click on historical imagery, you can see the image you want for a particular time. Huh. Wow. Really? That According wild. to desktop Google Earth. I, I, I think... So, so the answer is there. yes. I think uh, the answer for this is that there isn't a satellite mode for uh, Munsdale's Google Maps. Cheater. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's just what it would be. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it to think if there's any reasonable reason, but I, due to how this all works, I don't think there would be one. Okay, well, I think... We should... You pull up Google Maps, you see this image I have of the map of Munsdale, and you try, <laughs> you try to go to satellite mode. Include, including the little X and the RIP. <laughs> yeah, that's on there too. Um, yeah. yeah, no, there's no satellite mode. And in fact, uh, I, I, I think to that end, none of you know about Google's satellite mode because it's never existed for your place of residence. 
It's very true. Okay, so it's just the plain old like what we're looking at right now, like yeah. the and stuff. But I do, I do think we should try and hit up the public record to see if we can look at any maps of Munsdale and compare them to older maps of Munsdale and see if anything's changed around the town, even if it's not satellite imagery. Any type of change between the maps could kind of at least let us figure out how big this thing has grown and in what span of time. Out of this is probably just better out of character, honestly. I mean, this is being like, out of character too. <laughs> I'm just talking as Jessica. What's up? <laughs> like we, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> it's me, your friend Jessica. Hey, we have a lot of fun uh, here. This is so friendly. Oh my god. So like we we live in an undisclosed location, like in the in like the Northwest, but like. The rest of the continent and the United States is like a thing. Yes. Okay. The rest of the world exists. But we know at the same time that no one has left Munsdale or come nope. into it. I mean, th- there there are... Everyone's her, had a friend of a friend of a friend who either considered or successfully moved away from Munsdale or moved here within the last generation or so. But like, first person reports of uh of someone moving to or from Munsdale are practically non-existent okay i'm just trying to rule out if it would be kind of like suspicious to our characters that like we would investigate that but i feel like at the same time <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to break this <laughs> investigate what the maps the, the fact that like we can't Oh, that we can't leave. Maybe can't leave. Haven't really tried. Like, well, it might be something. It might be something of those things too, though, where it's like whatever affect whatever is affecting Munsdale is also affecting its inhabitants, where they just never question any. It's, is this the blight? That, that, yeah, that's I, I what I'm saying. Like, there, there's would ever be, like, a there, there's like thing. two two things. Uh, the, the the first thing is the obvious of there's no airport or roads out of Munsdale, so like. Okay. Figuring out how to move out of Munsdale or into Munsdale is a <laughs> I challenge. Love the fact that there's a, a tiny ass airport <laughs> at one end and the other end of Munsdale, which just takes a tiny, tiny plane. Uh, <laughs> you, you go from one end to the other. <laughs> <laughs> you can take a session. Uh, the, the, the second thing is I, I mentioned this a while ago, um, probably towards the beginning of us even starting this uh, this campaign. Uh, maybe before the podcast. I'm not sure if I mentioned the podcast that much because it hasn't come up that much, but Munsdale is actually just a really nice place and affordable to, or nice and affordable place to live. Like, here's, it's, here's my question though, is where do the groceries come from? I, where does the gas come from? No, no, you, you wouldn't, Aldi's. you wouldn't the know. Aldi's. Um, Aldi's there's just, there's just the a ton Exxon, of farmers markets. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, Aside from the, the, the monster killings, which are super covered up and, like, no one actually really knows about it, like, there, there's not really a reason to move out of Munsdale. It's always yeah. clean, and the ice cream machine at McDonald's always works. Yeah. And the food's always good. Well, let's not, let's not get too carried away. <laughs> <laughs> it only breaks down on ice, ice cream, Ice cream machine do indeed, Brooke. 
Oh no. Understandable. This isn't Utopia. Okay, that ends my question. I was just trying to to rule that out because I felt like that was a little bit breaky. I didn't want to do that, but I did. I, but I, I did want to be yeah. sure. So just just to clarify and just to confirm, if we were to do a whole episode on us trying to leave Munsdale, we could, and there's nothing to investigate there. I mean, you could try and and leave Munsdale if you wanted. I can't guarantee it'll go well for you, but you could certainly try. I think we are in a simulation. I think we're in a simulation and we can't leave Munsdale. <laughs> we're going to get to things. the end and realize that we've actually just been a tourist attraction the whole time. Ugh. This is Truman Show again. <laughs> no, it's the it's that what? Um, uh, Westworld. Mm. I, mean, I mean, the answer here is obvious, guys. I mean, just look around you. This, I mean, obviously this isn't real. It's a podcast. <laughs> oh my god We've been Chris, says that, no, Chris says that jokingly but in character, in canon the whole thing, like moral, like moral is the moral of the story, like this is just uh... a whole, th- just literally a story our, our characters are story characters and this is the realization that Chris wants us to come to in character <laughs> I, I know that's what this is going for <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's probably totally right. Like, seriously. Chris is like laughing, but then also sweating. <laughs> he's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, we're told us this isn't real. Like, <laughs> I'm just like writing down notes. To <laughs> Not to kill Isaac, but to kill Alistair. To kill Alistair. To kill him. Nothing for it. Chris is like, I can't let this podcast end too soon. <laughs> you spoke too much. <laughs> Alright, well my vote is definitely right. to <laughs> to try it at the at the public record and just give it our best shot. And hopefully we don't get banned from this place like we did the library. 